Hello, and welcome to Wide Open Spaces with Elise, a podcast. This is episode number 109. Do you have a sit spot? You can check me out anywhere you love listening to your favorite podcast. You just gotta pop in your earbuds and listen along. You can check me out at wideopenspaceswithelise.com. Elise is spelled I-L-I-S-E. Now let's take a listen and take a ride together. For my avid listeners, next week I will be launching season number four. That kind of blows my mind. I'm starting my fourth season of Wide Open Spaces with Elise. (sighs) Yeah, I need to take a deep breath. Uh, I pushed through a lot of hard times with it through COVID and my own personal struggles, grief, etc. And I'm still here and you're still here listening. And that's really all I need. And that gives me the reward of starting this fourth season next week. So look for it. Look for some new looks on my Instagram account, my website. It's all going to change a little bit. So tune in for that next week. Okay. Episode number 109. Do you have a sit spot? Well, let's talk about sit spots. You remember when you were in kindergarten, your kids were in kindergarten, and the teachers had these colored like vinyl dots. And they would place them around the classroom and direct each child to pick their own spot, their sit spot. And so that was for the teacher to gain control of the classroom, but yet kind of make it exciting by playing games with pick a color you like, let's see you can get to that color first, and then having them take time to sit and do whatever they're doing especially during those free times when it was so exciting for, I remember when I was in kindergarten, being able to play with all the toys and just sit. And so teachers use that sit spot, ask the children to grab a toy and they sit. And so it maintains some type of calm in the classroom. That's a sit spot in the classroom. Now a sit spot evolved from naturalists. It's about finding a spot for naturalists outside but the same spot each time that they go to, to be in nature. They talk a lot about forest bathing. And if you've never heard that terminology before, it means literally sitting in a forest and letting the trees, the smells, the feels, the touches, the sounds absorb within you. The trees are giving you a bath through all those that you experience through your five senses. And so that's tree bathing or forest bathing. Well, many of us don't live near a forest, but we live near trees. And so you can always pick a favorite tree. I talk about that often. You hear me say, pick a favorite tree or sit under a tree because that's what nature does for us. Our minds and our bodies crave nature, literally. And we've talked about that in past podcasts. And the sit spot is a little bit different from what I've talked about before. A sit spot for you is finding that place, excuse me, that perfect place outside. As if you had your own little round vinyl circle and you're placing it in the same spot every day. Your sit spot should be no more than five minutes from work or home because if it is, 
then the excuses start to flow of why you can't make it there. You don't have enough time to get there and spend time in your sit spot and get back to what you need to do. So it should be no more than five minutes away from home. Well, why do we need a sit spot? Why do we need to find the same place each day for minimum of 15 minutes to sit outside? Well, let's talk about the world, right? It's hectic. It's chaotic. It's nonstop. It's never ending. I mean, New York is the city that never sleeps, right? In America, if you're listening to me from another country, America is really a rat race. It's nonstop. It's keep going. It's don't stop. And if you do, you're being lazy and you're not being productive. And I know in other countries, they value that time, that downtime. And of course, if we had the chance, we would all value that downtime. But we have this message that is kind of instilled in us from a young age that when you're stopping, when you're not doing, you're not being productive. You're being lazy. Yes, lazy. If I only could count how many people I know in my life or how many clients that I worked with that said, if I sit at home, I'm lazy. If I decide to stay in bed on my day off all day in my PJs, then I'm lazy and I'm not productive. If I decide to binge this TV show that I've been hearing about everybody watching on Netflix and spend the whole day watching it, I'm lazy. I'm not productive. This is what society has drilled into us. Now, when that's being said to me, friends, family, even my mom, I stayed home today. I was lazy. I didn't do anything. The facial expressions that come off of them is of anguish, is of feeling like they've let themselves down and they've let others down because they were lazy. They might have been tired. They may have just needed to just stop feeling overwhelmed. But we're not allowed to feel those feels. Society doesn't allow us to. And so when I've put my hands on people's shoulders and look them dead in the eye and said, it's okay to be lazy for a day. It's okay to stay home in your PJs on your day off from work and do nothing and lay in bed or binge watch those TV shows, those Netflix shows. It's okay. The looks and the expressions that I get mirrored back at me are quite priceless. Like, you're just saying that really, but not really. It's not okay. And so having this frame of thought to counterbalance it takes work. It takes muscle work, like muscle memory with our brain to make a new habit in your life. You need to be repetitive with it. Well, it's the same thing with getting that notion of downtime as being you're lazy or unaccomplished or procrastinating. And so this will take work, finding your sit spot and making it something that becomes a part of your being. Now, let me tell you about my favorite sit spot. It's not even five minutes. It's right outside in my backyard. You'll hear me talk about my backyard very often because during COVID, 
that was my my savior that was what kept me going being outside that's what kept my life feeling energized and wanting to move forward and so i continued that and i am proud of myself and so my sit spot is as simple as i have a teal color adirondack chair that sits facing the lake and every day i go out there more than once mind you <clears throat> excuse me and i sit and when i sit i just don't look at the lake or at the trees that are across on the other side of the lake i sit with intention what is my goal why am i going to this sit spot today it may just be to have quiet to not talk to not listen to anybody to not have to be doing anything, just observing. It may be to take time out because my day has been so chaotic and I have a lot more ahead of me and how can I organize it and how can I build myself up to tackle the rest of the day? I think it's beneficial to go to your sit spot all different times of the day because we see things in nature. It changes as the day goes on the colors of things, the brightness of things, the sounds. There's different sounds in the morning than there are in the evening as the sun's about to set. Now, while you go with this intention of what, what do you want to come out of this, spitz, ugh, this sit spot after your time spent there for 15 minutes, what do you want to come away with? Is it just to be calm? Is it just to say, stop, I need to relax? Or is it to prepare you for something that's coming in your life? Or maybe it's to focus on how you just became overwhelmed all morning. and How are you going to turn that around and change that for the rest of the day or the week? Or what coping skills do you think you need to tap into? So go into this time in your sit spot with intention. And while you're sitting there, it's not about glazing over. It's looking around you at the little things. Maybe there is a spider on a leaf that's near you. Maybe you see a worm crawling across the grass. The other day when I was in my sit spot, literally right in front of me on the grassy part, a little bird jumped on the grass, kind of poked its beak around a little bit and pulled out a worm right in front of me. Just watching this exploration, them hunting for their food and their meal, but me not really knowing that, and this unexpected thing of them pulling out this worm and seeing how they stood there for a minute before they flew away with it. Well, if I didn't take time to sit in my sit spot and to really focus on the smaller things, I might have missed this magical, beautiful thing of life right in front of me. And so while you're going there and you have these intentions, really focus on the world around you. It increases your attention span and your focusing on things. So when you do go back to the tasks that are at hand, you will be more focused. Now, what happens to us physically and emotionally in a sit spot? And why do I say a sit spot it will improve mine and your mental health? Well, it's a place where you can just sit with yourself and be quiet. It's a place to breathe. It's the place to feel the rhythms that are going on inside of you. It gives you a chance to lower your blood pressure, 
to decrease your anxiety because you're eliminating a lot of stimuli that you might have just been in. It gives you a chance to let your brain calm down. You can bathe in the sun and the quiet and the breeze. Your body is physically absorbing this and your brain is physically absorbing this. We are all a work in progress. Nobody is perfect. Nobody has mastered anything in their life. We can always improve, right? So if we can always improve in work and home and family life, why can't we improve on ourselves and our lives and making them less busy and making it okay to feel lazy? I mean, I tell people that when they go, oh, I sat home all day Sunday. I was so lazy. I go, so was I and it felt great. I give myself permission and you should give yourself permission. And by creating this sit spot in your life, it kind of holds you accountable a little bit. Because when you look out onto that, for me, that teal chair, and I know that I haven't spent time out there, I kind of go, it's that little bit of reminder, okay, I need to go schedule in time where I'm going to go to that sit spot. And so the closer, the better. And that's why I say only a five-minute walk. Some of you may live in apartment complexes and you've got to go down the elevator or the stairs to maybe go find a perfect bench in the little park a block away from your home to be your sit spot. If you happen to live in a city and you feel that it is too noisy for you to focus, in the beginning, put your earbuds in. Don't put on music with words. Put on some type of classical or nature type sounds so that you can drown out the noise if that tends to make you feel anxious. For some, sitting on that bench in a city, listening to everything that's going on may be helpful for them while they sit in their sit spot. But if you feel like myself, for me to kind of unwind, I would need to put earbuds in, put something soothing on. I love the sound of the Native American flute. It's just something that gives me peace, whatever it is for yourself, to create the optimal atmosphere of your sit spot. And the beauty of the sit spot is, as the seasons change, you begin to see them change but probably not in a way you've ever seen before because have you really taken the time to watch as a summer leaf slowly, slowly starts to turn? No, we usually just see it when it's orange or brown. We notice that leaves have changed, but there's a process and sitting and watching through the seasons, you can see this process take place. And our bodies naturally change throughout the seasons what we crave, what we need physically, what we need emotionally. So keep that in mind. And that's, again, why there should be consistency with your sit spot. If you don't want to call it a sit spot that the naturals have given it that term, I don't know, call it your happy place. Call it your Zen spot. Whatever it is that works for you, that feels comfortable for you, that makes you want. The idea is for you to want to crave that every single day of your life, to crave it. And I guarantee as you do this traditionally and consistently, 
when you take those days to just binge watch a great Netflix show, you're not gonna feel lazy because you're gonna know you did something for yourself that you needed to just stop. Stop fixing, stop doing, stop working, stop running, and just stop and enjoy a show. One episode after the next episode after the next episode. I love binge watching. So you now have this in your mind and you understand that what it does to our body chemically and it sends that message to the brain to calm down, to slow down, and then to begin to crave it and to not feel guilty with it. So have you thought about now where your sit spot might be for you? And if it does get boring, you can change a sit spot after a time, but I'd like you to start out with that same spot. Now, as the seasons change, and it could be here in South Florida, it's extremely hot, it rains a lot, have an alternate sit spot, or when it's in the winter and you can't go outside, have an alternate sit spot. If you don't have a patio that you can sit on, or a covered balcony, then create a place inside your home, even if you live in an apartment inside a city, we all have windows, make that little spot by the window a little cozy, however cozy means to you. And for those 15 minutes when you need that time for your sit spot, you look at the window, you observe, you see what's going on, you take it all in. If you feel that not being outside, again, is making you feel a little deprived, put your earbuds in and put sounds of nature on and then create that whole atmosphere. Maybe put on a diffuser with some smells to give you that outdoor feel. You see, a lot of us just say, I can't. I can't because it's snowing. I can't because it's hot. I can't because I don't have time. I can't because I won't get things done. That is the nastiest two words in a language. I can't. What does I can't do for us? It does nothing. It's changing it to I can and I will and I will do it because that's how we grow. That's how we keep ourselves healthy and motivated. You're listening to me because you want to live a more balanced, healthy lifestyle, mentally and physically. And by creating this special Zen spot for yourself, you're doing that. Maybe you have one. Maybe you'll just do a little bit more focusing with it, with intentions and things to go into it with what you want to look at and what you want to focus on. Or this will be new for you and it'll be a little bit of a challenge. But what's life without challenges? That's how we grow. It's how we move forward. It's how we heal ourselves. And it's how we evolve as humans. So I know you want to evolve and I know you want to grow and and feel like you have a balance of going and doing and all that chaos with downtime and being a little lazy and being a little relaxed and enjoying other things in your life. So find that sit spot for yourself. I'm going outside right now to my teal chair facing the lake with the trees across the lake, to feel the sun on my face, to feel the breeze, the smells, and to look around me. Maybe I'll see another bird catching a worm. Maybe I'll see a big iguana that we have here in Florida that just kind of pop out. Maybe I'll even see an alligator swimming in the lake. 
Increase your focus. Go with intention. Go now. I'm giving you the permission to stop what you're doing and go find your sit spot and spend some time taking care of you. Thank you so much for joining me at Wide Open Spaces with Elise. Remember, positive thoughts always create positive energy. Go out and explore all those wide open spaces in your world and find your sit spot, your zen spot, whatever you want it to be spot. And until next week, my friends, ciao. Check me out on my website. Aloha.